you are left feeling that there must have been a racist undertone behind its christening, or that there's no coincidence that its name sounds like niggas area, masked in the more acceptable most populous black nation on earth, does it matter that it was named by the mistress of the colonial governor of that space at the time? Maybe she wasn't even racist, and simply coined the name for the country, around the word nigger, at a time it wasn't politically incorrect a word to use. It would therefore not be right to blame her, for she'd have simply leveraged on the name of the river around her vicinity in naming the area over which her lover superintended. But someone else had named the river, as the one who discovered it. It didn't matter that people lived around the river at the time of his expedition, and that he was indeed led by Africans on his tour, also that the river had names the locals along its course called it, years even before Mungo Park's ancestors were born. Maybe Mungo Park wasn't also racist, and had named the river by the appearance of the locals who were black, by a term not considered derogatory in his day, even though it did connote a race of humans in uncomplimentary and unflattering terms. Such was the stuff of those days of colonialism, that a vast expanse of land, comprising of an amalgam of different and disagreeable people, could be flippantly named by the superintendent's girlfriend. The history of such people, including under what name they should be known, or go by could easily be subsumed under whatever those acting with imperial might thought right for them. Thus it can be inferred that a people who didn't have a say in how they should be named, couldn't have independently decided how power would be devolved to them at independence. The pre-independence talks and negotiations may have looked to be the thoughts of the so-called founding fathers, but it is not hard to imagine that they could have only discussed based on parameters furnished them by the colonizers. There may have been those with genuine intentions, who had nothing but the welfare of the generality of the people at heart. But several were they who had interests that can at best be described as parochial in mind. It was therefore no surprise that those with the latter as intentions were granted more sure footings by the colonialists who could only visualize the possibility of extending their control over their would-be former colonies, through such proxies post-independence. The act of debasing negritude didn't end with the slavery days, when black people regardless of their differences were simply lumped together. With the thinking that they couldn't possess independent thought, and even if they did, weren't considered significant enough to necessitate separating them, so long as the desires of the controlling white power needs were met by their amalgamation. It must be this thinking that informed the dissection of Africa and its people, from a map at the Berlin Conference by people some of whom have never been to the land. Splitting people of same tongue and creed on the one hand, and bringing totally different people together on the other. It is one thing to have a preconceived notion about who the nigger is, it is another for the one referred to as a nigger to prove the former right. Not many people live by their names, in fact some go the exact opposite of what responsibilities their names may place on them. When the niggers that have been coerced to cohabit within an area, find it utterly impossible to do so peacefully and peaceably. Those who supervise the doomed amalgam from the onset, easily ascribe their failed project to what you'd find with niggers, never that the foundation they laid was on shifting sand. This amalgam that's reminiscent of the feet of that image of a man in the book of Daniel. United only in the fact that the different materials and substances form parts of the feet of the gigantic image. African, not the different empires that later held dominion over the world at different times. Republic, and not the so-called federation it spuriously claims it is. Kovich. Picture credit. HTTPS colon slash slash www.lookandlearn.com. 